This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. It is Tuesday, September 7th, and this is the 24-7 Sports Football Recruiting Podcast. I am your host, Blair Angulo. Thanks so much for tuning in. The college football season is back and in full swing, and what a week one it was across the country. Recruits were back on campuses and at stadiums. So let's take a closer look at one of those monster recruiting weekends. Florida State hosting Notre Dame in a battle of two programs that are inside the top 10 in the composite team recruiting rankings. Joining us today is Josh Newberg of Knowles 24-7, the Florida State site on the 24-7 Sports Network. And Josh, obviously this was a huge game, not only for Florida State, but I think for Florida State's recruiting efforts, the Knowles losing overtime, but I think showed enough on the field to make this a successful weekend. Yeah, Blair, uh, thanks for having me on the podcast. First appearance on here, so it's pretty special. Um, Yeah, what an end to the weekend, right? Uh, Just an incredible slate of games. And then to cap it off on Sunday night, well, there is one more game on Monday, but to cap it off on Sunday night with that Florida State-Notre Dame game where everybody expected FSU to get blown out, except those that kind of followed FSU recruiting and knew that Mike Norvell took a dozen transfers and that this team was going to be different. But for the most part, people thought it was going to be the same old FSU that we've seen for the last three or four years. And boy, not only did they play a close game. But I mean, here they were with the chance to win it with under two minutes to go in the game. They force it into overtime. It doesn't quite end the way that we wanted it to at FSU. But Blair, man, is it coming? Uh, the returns coming in from recruits is, is pretty amazing considering this team didn't even win the game. Yeah, you've had a really good breakdown and you've been working the phones ever since that final whistle on, on Sunday night. Uh, and, and for our readers, I want to read a little bit more. You can head on over to Knowles 24-7. It's the Florida State side on the 24-7 Sports Network. But, you know, I think you and I, when we're on the message boards, and I think fans, for the most part, have this idea that a, a win or a, a marquee matchup or, or something specific really gives a team an edge or, you know, they're going to win this recruit because they won this game. But for the most part, I, I don't think that's really the case. I think recruits and their families and their coaches, they, they want to see more of the bigger picture thing. And when you talk about foundation, when you talk about just the, maybe putting a building block together to kick off the season in this fashion on a Sunday, right, where I think everyone was watching this. Um, mm-hmm. Even if you're not a Florida State fan, if you're not a Notre Dame fan, and if you're a recruit and you, maybe you went to a game on Saturday and you had your own game on Friday and you're just hanging out watching this primetime matchup between two national, you know, prominently recognized schools, not only did it carry weight, I think, with recruits that were there, and we're going to go down the list a little bit here in a, in a bit, but I think it, it matters not only for that, but it matters for the guys that were tuning in on TV to watch that. 
Absolutely. And, and every program is different. It depends where you are in the life cycle of your program. Considering where FSU came from, basically rising from the ashes of, of the Willie Taggart era into the, let's call it year zero of the Mike Norvell era, which was last year when he had to deal with the COVID protocols and, and missing the uh, entire spring. FSU was a three-win team. So for FSU to go out and do what they did against the number nine team in the country, I think it made a big impact on recruits. I mean, I've, I've talked to several, including the uh, bell cow of the class, quarterback A.J. Duffy. He was at the game sitting next to four-star wide receiver Jaleel Skinner on one side of him and five-star wide receiver Kevin Coleman on the other, doing his job as a recruiter the entire game. Um, but the thing was, when Florida State was down 18 points, right, in the third quarter, late in the third quarter, you thought that maybe here we go again. Okay, this is where FSU, the wheels start falling off, and we could see FSU lose this game by 24, 32 points, something crazy. And it would fulfill the expectations of the layman fan that doesn't really understand what FSU's been going through. But that didn't happen because Mike Norvell has this program headed in the right direction. They continue to fight. They came back down from 18 to tie the ball game and force it into overtime. Every fan in the stands remained. Every recruit remained. Uh, we had guys in the press box kind of keeping eyes on the recruiting section just to see if anybody was to leave early. They were packed in those seats until the end of the game. They met with the coaching staff afterward. You know, normally after a loss, maybe it's not the most upbeat locker room. And, and I'm sure they were down. I mean, it was a very tough loss. But there was signs of life from this program. There was excitement. And FSU hosted 11 official visitors and close to 100 unofficial visitors. This was a gamble for Florida State. If they get blown out, in front of 11 official visitors and 100 unofficial visitors, think of the experience all those prospects go home with. It was a gamble, but it paid off. Florida State forces overtime. It was a thriller. Fans were into it the entire time, and recruits are leaving now saying great things about the Seminoles. Yeah, and I think when you're on that staff right now, right? If you're Mike Norvell or one of the other assistants and you look at the potential for what a weekend like that could do for the program, that's worth that gamble that you talked about, right? Like you're betting on your fans showing up and giving these recruits a really good sense of what it's like to be a player at Florida State. You're betting on your team stepping up in a nationally televised program, uh, you know, game against a top 10 program. And I think that gamble obviously paid off, but it, it's one of those things where even if it didn't pay off, right? Let, let's say you get blown out, then you point to those 11 official visitors and say, hey, like, this is where we're at and we need you, right? So I think there is, you know, a double-edged sword there, but obviously it was a, a huge uh, weekend and, and obviously a huge game for Florida State, even if they didn't come away with the victory. We're joined by Josh Newberg. He is the publisher of Knowles 24-7. You can follow him on Twitter at Josh Newberg 247. Now, Josh, you mentioned AJ Duffy. He's the, I guess, the face of this recruiting class. You know, the quarterback, the guy that's playing at IMG Academy, but he's also got a lot of West Coast ties being a Southern California player originally before he moved out to the state of Florida. What's the sense that you get when you speak to him uh, about kind of his vision for what this class could be? Because right now, Florida State is within the top 10. They're, they're number 10 in the composite team recruiting rankings. And you would expect them to continue to rise given some of the targets that are still on the table. Yeah. AJ Duffy and Travis Hunter are without a doubt the face of this, of this class. Uh, Sam McCall's in there as well. Um, the athletic defensive back from Lake Gibson, but AJ Duffy just 
when you're a quarterback, especially in this day and age, you are the face of that class. Uh, if you're the top quarterback, that's what you that's what you are. So he did what he had to do in, in, when he was at Florida State. He was an ambassador of the program this weekend, and he helped. He was an extension of the staff. So he was he was like Mike Norvell or Kenny Dillingham if they were sitting in the stands with the recruits. That's what he represents. And he has a very close relationship with those guys, talking about Norvell and Dillingham. Even before the game, he told me that they went over the entire game plan with them. And it pretty much played out the way that they said. He, he said that they just didn't execute on a few plays, but chalked it up to just being, you know, football. And um, they wanted him to imagine himself playing in that offense. And he said that he did. He loves seeing the growth offensively. He loves what they do schematically. And uh, he just wants to see how this team continues to improve over the course of the season. I think these guys are giving Florida State the benefit of the doubt. You know, they committed to a three-win team. So it's not like Florida State duped them. And, you know, they're coming off of a three-win season and have a top 10 recruiting class somehow. What that tells me is the recruits are buying what the coaches are selling, which is, hey, this is a work in progress, little by little. But when you get here, we're going to take off. And that's kind of what these guys are all buying into in, in terms of the 2022 recruiting class. Yeah, no. And then Travis Hunter, obviously, every week, it seems like he's putting together a highlight reel. Uh, and when recruits see that on social media, it also is an extension of that coaching staff when, you know, when recruits are, are being recruited by other recruits and Travis Hunter is, is one of those faces in that program. It's setting up for, for some good success for the Florida State Seminoles, obviously a top 10 program right now in the composite. Before we let you go, Josh, what was the breakdown or, or, or when you got a sense from recruits of what that official visit looked like? Because we've at this point in the recruiting cycle, I've already seen official visits in the offseason, you know, what in the summer, you know, mm -hmm. obviously some schools had had recruits on campus later in the spring. But this is the first weekend where we had official visitors in season since the, the 2019 season. And obviously, I think maybe some coaches or some staffs across the country might be looking at Florida State and saying, oh, look what they did or look how they did it. Yeah. Florida State hosted almost two dozen visitors during the summer. And on Sunday, they hosted 11. So it was a huge weekend for Florida State. They normally don't have these big official visit recruiting weekends early in the season, but this was the biggest home game of the year. Like I said, they took the gamble. It paid off. All the recruits arrived on Saturday. And as we tape this on Monday at noon, I think everybody's off campus. Maybe there's one or two, but the weekend is pretty much over. This was all about the game experience. Every single one of these official visitors had already been on campus once during the summer. That was relationship building. That was when they had downtime to spend with the coaches and the, and the players and just kind of relax. Well, when you come in on a game weekend, there's none of that. You are there for the experience of the game. Of course, they do other things. They take on tours, they feed them, they do all that kind of stuff. But the reason you're there is for that game. And uh, like we said, FSU hit a home run last night. Yeah, a, a big weekend for Florida State as they continue to build a top 10 class nationally. Josh, thank you so much for joining us and can't wait to do it again. Now that you've been on this show once, uh, you know, obviously the Knowles are doing some big things. So can't wait to catch up with you soon. Absolutely. Thank you, Blair. All right. That is Josh Newberg. You could follow him on Twitter at Josh Newberg 247. He is the publisher of Knowles 247, the Florida State site on the 24-7 Sports Network. That will do it for us. Remember, if you like the show, please rate us, please review us, please like us. Give us those five stars wherever you find your podcast. For Josh Newberg, I am Blair Angulo. And for our producer, Lance Flynn, thanks so much for listening to the 24-7 Sports Football Recruiting Podcast.
Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.